What a song and what a movie. The song was Over the Rainbow and the movie was The Wizard of Oz. And oddly enough, Over the Rainbow was almost cut from the movie because movie execs thought it made the movie way too long. The Wizard of Oz was one of the first movies I can ever remember watching as a kid. Maybe that was true for you. The characters were memorable. The heroes were real. The villains, oh man, they were scary. Raise your hand. How many of you had nightmares about the Wicked Witch of the West? I see that hand through the TV. How about those flying monkeys? Terrifying. Many of the scenes featuring the Wicked Witch, by the way, had to be cut or edited because she was considered too frightening at the time for children. I actually think the witch was played by one of my middle school teachers, honestly. I hope she's not watching. She was scary, but Margaret Hamilton, who played the Wicked Witch, was only 36 years old. I know she doesn't look like it, and she actually was a kindergarten teacher before becoming an actress. Well, we're beginning this brand new series this weekend called Life According to the Movies. And since many of you are watching more screens than ever before, we thought it might be really cool for us to do a series like this because stories have this unbelievable power to illustrate God's story. I mean, just a quick glance through the Gospels, you'll see how many times Jesus used and leveraged parables, these captivating and culturally relevant stories to help people more clearly understand the truth of God. The storytelling medium of our generation is movies. And it is our goal as a church to help bring hope through some movies, some that you will likely have seen because they're some of the top grossing movies of all time. Now, just let me say this. This is not a blanket endorsement of every word or every part of every movie that we're going to discuss. Some of these are rated PG-13 for a reason, so not all the movies may be suitable for kids. But I'm telling you, we can learn some heavenly truths from these very popular earthly stories. We pick some movies that most people could relate to. Our hope is that you will wind up discussing this series and these movies with your family and friends because those movies allow us to connect together. Our Harbortown Children's team even sponsored a whitewater parade a couple of days ago where families drove through our parking lot in their car dressed up as a movie character. Maybe you saw some of those pictures online. Our prayer is that God would use this series to bring us all together and find some common ground in this uncommon season. First up today, as I mentioned, is The Wizard of Oz. It was based on the 1900 novel The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, and the film stars Judy Garland as Dorothy Gale. It was nominated for six Academy Awards, later named the most viewed motion picture of all time. It has become an icon of American popular culture, maybe because there's so many parallels to the Christian life, especially during this COVID-19 season. Hey, listen, we're not in Kansas anymore for sure. Like Dorothy, we are, though, on our own yellow brick road journey to get through this wicked pandemic and to a celestial city where there is no more disease, isolation, and death. No more daily press conferences either. I will not miss those. Like Dorothy, though, we all have an enemy who wants to prevent us from making it there. We also have some faithful companions with whom we will travel. And we all need to be on the lookout for those flying monkeys. Don't forget those monkeys. Well, Dorothy and her small group were all on a journey to be all that God created them to be. Just like you and I watching here today, Ephesians 2 says it well, we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus 
so that we can do the good things that he planned for us long ago. In order to make it through this life and be all that God created you to be, you need three things. And coincidentally, those are the same three things that Dorothy's three friends needed. Dorothy travels, if you notice, in community with three others besides her little dog, Toto. Interesting factoid about Toto. I know some of y'all love Toto. Toto reportedly earned $150 per week for filming. The Munchkin actors only got $100. I don't know what that says. By the way, could I just ask you this? Who are your three that you are doing your life journey with? You know, right, that Jesus had three? Peter, James, John. He's teaching us a principle, never do life alone, no matter what road you're on. But all of us have a need for companions, and Judy or Dorothy had hers. There is a scarecrow without a brain, a tin man without a heart, and a cowardly lion without courage. You remember those characters. But what they thought they lacked was actually inside of them all along the whole time. And today, especially in our COVID-19 world, all of us need a good head, a good heart, and some good, strong courage on the way to our ultimate land of Oz, the celestial city of heaven. I want to start with the person that Dorothy meets first on her journey. It's the scarecrow, the straw man. And what he needed, as well as you, was a new mind, a new mind. So your attitude and your mindset will determine whether you thrive or just survive COVID-19. A new mindset will bring a new mentality that will allow you to see this time as a blessing and not just a burden. See, the big thing about a COVID-19 pity party is that no matter who you invite, the only one shows up is the devil. I've noticed a lot of negativity. Negative people, they see a problem in every solution but positive people see a solution in every problem. And for sure, all of us are gonna to need to think differently right now because when our minds start to close, doors of opportunity close. So we need what the Bible calls a renewed mind. Here's how the Apostle Paul said it. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can prove that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. One way to have your mind transformed and renewed in a powerful and honestly a practical way is to daily read what I have in my hand, God's Word. Before you turn on the news or the next season to do your binge watching on Netflix, tune into a book in the Bible instead, like Psalms. Another guy named David way back in the Old Testament said this, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light into my path. In this season, hearing and trusting God's Word will bring hope like no other because the scriptures were not given just for information but for our transformation. This new brain and mind that you're renewing will also keep fear and anxiety at bay. Some of you watching, especially kids, the straw man was afraid to death of what? Anybody remember? Fire. He was always worried he was gonna catch on fire. If you were made of straw, you would be too. Could I ask you a personal question? What are you afraid of right now? What's keeping you up at night? Some of us need to get rid of that stinking thinking fear that we have allowed to take a hold of us. Quit being a scare, let me rephrase that. Quit being a scared crow. Be who God made you to be and you'll find your mind will engage better. 
Next up in the story of the Wizard of Oz was the Tin Man. Buddy Ebsen of Beverly Hillbillies fame was first cast as a Tin Man. If I have a favorite show, it might be Beverly Hillbillies. That's my family. Anyway, the Tin Man was going to be Buddy, but he had to bow out when he developed this severe allergic reaction to the silver paint. Bet you didn't know that. But what did the Tin Man need? If the Scarecrow needed a new mind, the Tin Man needed a new heart. Honestly, some of us do too. I can find out a ton about you if you just answer two simple questions. What makes your heart beat fast and what breaks your heart? Maybe ask those same two questions to the people that you're watching this with as soon as this is over. Then do something about that. Let me tell you a personal story that makes my heart beat fast, but also is a heartbreaking one too, but very endearing. It's the story of Carolyn Lieb and her husband, Russell. Russell was a retired pastor who attended at Whitewater with his wonderful family, and he recently passed away after a very long struggle with his health. I called Carolyn after I heard the news not long after that, and she shared that Russell was in the hospital, actually in hospice and near death, and because of the COVID-19 rules, none of the family was allowed to visit him in person. Now think about that. In his dying days, he could not have the family that longed to be with him. That had to be hard. But the nurse finally allowed his wife, Carolyn, to come in for just 60 minutes because it was getting near to his promotion to heaven. And when I talked to Carolyn, she said something that touched my heart so profoundly. I said, how are you doing with all that, Carolyn? How was that to go in right before he passed away? And she made a statement to me that I have reflected on time and time again in the last couple of weeks. She said, David, how do you summarize 61 years of marriage in 60 minutes? I can't imagine that. It breaks my heart, but it also makes my heart full because she had confidence of where Russell was. It was because of his new heart that he found Jesus a long time ago. What is it for your heart? What makes your heart beat fast? What breaks your heart? Is it the things of God or the things of this world? If your wealth or your health alone makes your heart beat fast, you're in trouble right now. If your house or your hobby makes your heart skip a beat, you're in trouble right now. I'm guessing that COVID-19 has decimated some idols that all of us have right now. And that might not be a bad thing, because when you chase those things, Jesus says, they always disappoint. He said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So let me ask you a question. What do you treasure most right now? What did you treasure? A lot of you have lost what you've treasured, and you're feeling empty and lost. This is an indicator that your heart may have been tethered to something other than God, something other than the eternal something other than what God wants you to be aligned to. What a gift this moment is if we use it to assess where our heart truly is. A lot of us are searching for a place of happiness like Dorothy somewhere over the rainbow, but we're disappointed because we're in search of the wrong thing. I love country music. Some of y'all know that. Country music, three chords in the truth. Country music icon Garth Brooks was being interviewed once the interview said, well, Garth, you've made it big time. You're rich. You have anything you want. How does it feel to have everything you want in the Nashville scene and in this world? Garth thought a second and answered, Oz is only Oz 
to those that don't live in Oz. At the end of the movie, Dorothy's little dog Toto notices a man behind a curtain who's pushing all kinds of buttons and pulling all kinds of levers. He's speaking into a microphone. Toto pulls the curtain back and the hoax is exposed. The great and powerful Oz is actually a little man carrying on a huge charade. You know, that happens a lot to people like Garth and others. They discover that they climb the ladder of success only to discover that the ladder was leaning against the wrong wall. If your heart is smitten by anything besides God, friend, you know what? You need a heart transplant. You need a new heart. The Bible says a new heart also will I give you. A new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I'll give you a heart of flesh like mine. Not only did the tin man need a heart, he was also rusty. He was so rusty, he was frozen up. He needed some oil. Little known fact from the movie, the tin man's oil was actually chocolate syrup. But he needed oil. Oh, this is so easy to preach about today. I feel like Tizovich. I could go off right here. In the Bible, the Holy Spirit is often referred to as oil. And some of you haven't attempted to move with the Spirit of God in a long time. You're locked up. You need some fresh oil. Oh, there's something else about the tin man. Did you notice? He always carried an axe. Now, that can be good or bad. Because when we don't have the oil of the Holy Spirit working in us, it's easy for us to have an axe to grind against something or somebody. But when we have the heart of God and the anointing of God, I believe we can freshly move out and fulfill the mission of God. Hey, 10 men and women out there watching today, let your heart be broken by the things that break the heart of God. Let your heart be fast for the things that God's heart does, and you will arrive in true Oz. The final thing we need in order to be all that God created us to be is what the third traveling companion, the cowardly lion, needed. If the scarecrow needed a new mind and the tin man needed a new heart, what did the lion need? A new kind of courage. In the movie, Dorothy slaps the cowardly lion for initially trying to scare her. In an oft-told story from the set, Judy Garland couldn't stop giggling during that scene where she slapped the lion. Director Victor Fleming apparently took Garland aside and slapped her, after which she nailed the scene in one take. I bet he wouldn't get away with that today. A few years back, I did a message on lions at Whitewater. They are such powerful creatures. Did you know that a hungry lion can eat 30% of his body weight in one setting. That's like John Tizovich eating 200 quarter pounders for lunch. He's one of those young, hungry lions. But a lion possesses the strength of 14 men. They weigh 250 to 300 pounds. By the way, the cowardly lion's costume in the movie was made of real lion skin. It itself weighed 100 pounds. A lion's low purr, though, is 50 times the intensity of a regular cat. A lion's full out roar can be heard over a distance of nearly five miles. The roar is so loud and so low that if a lion growls near you, it literally vibrates your whole body. Lions have a reason to roar. They roar to create fear, gather their pride, their family, and stake out or claim their territory. Is it any wonder then that Jesus is called the Lion of Judah? 
And it's so odd that people can be in the pride of the Lion of Judah and yet be fearful of everyone and everything. Friend, let the Lion of Judah roar in you. Let him roar through you. Now's the time not to cower. Be courageous for Christ. Quit running scared. The Bible says greater is he that is in you than he or any virus that is in the world. So sure, be smart, but be strong. Jesus didn't come to make us safe. He came to make us brave. And that kind of courage is contagious. Billy Graham used to say, when a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are often stiffened. Friend, a frightened world needs a fearless church right now. And we see how many of you are stepping out, loving your neighbors like never before in courageous ways, giving faithfully, though things are tight, being bold and sharing your faith and being on your street. Be courageous. Man, what a movie. The Wizard of Oz. No wonder it remains popular 81 years later. Three people with three needs, four really, counting Dorothy. Toward the end of the movie, Dorothy and her friends, they see the Emerald City from a distance. They're almost home. But the Wicked Witch has placed these beautiful poisoned poppies on the last few miles of the yellow brick road. And as they're running through that field in the sunshine, Dorothy and the lion, they fall asleep because of the poisoned poppies. By the way, little known fact, the snow on the set was actually asbestos fibers. That's right, the carcinogenic stuff. Some of you watching today may be asleep at the wheel right now in your life. The fear, the uncertainty of your future has lulled you into this place of being kind of numb. You've checked out of it. Friends, step out of it. This world needs you. Our church family needs you. Your family needs you. Your community, your street needs you. God positioned you right where you are by not accident, but providence to make a kingdom difference. So don't slip back in fear and complacency. The Bible says we need to run our race with endurance, that race that's set before us. So run hard through the finish line of life. So many lessons from the Wizard of Oz. Oh, I, I could give you a lot more. But right now, for sure, here's what we need. Three things, a new mind, a new heart, and a new kind of courage. So I encourage you to be like Dorothy today as well. Make your life mission to head to your eternal home and take as many friends with you as possible. Friend, you can't make this journey to heaven alone. Some of us have been found for so long, we forgot what it's like when we were lost. And when you think about it, Dorothy's goal was to introduce her friends to someone bigger, someone greater, who could give them what they not just wanted, but what they really needed. This is our mission too. We all have people that we know that are desperately lacking something in their lives, and we know the one who can make them complete. That person's name is Jesus. And friend, he just didn't walk the yellow brick road. He walked the road of Calvary so we could walk the streets of gold. Let me pray for you. God, right now, for everyone watching this, wherever they're at, whatever environment, whatever fear, whatever anxiety is happening right now, we know that by the name and the power of Jesus, we could have a new mind, a new heart, a new courage, and a new kind of destiny. And so I pray for those watching right now that you would give them those three things and that we would move through life together with one another and with you. There's nothing any bigger than you, God. 
So for anyone that doesn't have that relationship, not a religion, God, but a relationship with you, I pray they would seek that and find that today. For you truly are greater than any of our problems. Thank you for the road you walked for us. In your son's name we pray. Amen.